When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can we start it like, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can we start it like um, just casual? Like, mm, this wine tastes really good. <laughs> Super casual. <Let's> talk. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Bread and Wine. This is a candid conversation between a husband and a wife about all things marriage, kids, and money while we have some wine. How's it going, baby? Um, it's good. It's good. That's good. It's fine. It's fine. Is that like... It's uh, fine. What's that I'm show? I'm fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. What's that show? It's fine. Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek, yeah. Do you have your license? Uh, it's fine. It was a yes a, or no it's question. It's a yes or no question. Do you have your license? It's fine. <laughs> yes, it's fine. Okay. So it's Friday. What's yeah. up, baby? End of the week. Woohoo! What do you want to talk about? All right. So I had a few other topics that were in mind, and I was fully prepared to discuss them. I think all of them have happened in the, you know, kind of the past week. Mm-hmm. But then I walked into our bedroom yeah. to do our show. And saw the Andy pile <laughs> stocked up on um, the ottoman by our bed. Well, let's clarify what the Andy pile is. I can clarify that for you. Okay. So the Andy pile is the pile that Andy um, put, just starts to throw like pajamas, socks, like Ooh. just random, like inside out pants. <laughs> Like, just literally like a child would. <laughs> and picture Calvin's, like, like, underwear mixture under- of <laughs> pants. stuck to the bottom where there's no way to detach this pants from the underwear without yeah. sticking your whole arm oh, inside. Yeah. Why well, don't do And that. having the underwear, like, I mean, all, like, too, way too close to your face. Anyway, yeah. so the Andy pile is just, mm-hmm. like, you know, stuff that you're just like, I'll put that away later. Yeah. And... You know, I, after 11 years of marriage, you've gotten, we, we've, we've talked in length about like all kinds of stuff like that. You used to have an Andy trail, yeah. which then turned into at least to a pile yeah, after gotten, a decade. Gotten a little better. Uh-huh. The trail was literally like the second you walked in the door, you could like see the path that you took because <laughs> there would be like, first you set down your work bag and uh-huh. that would be just like laying on the floor in the kitchen. And then you like took three steps and took off your socks and they'd be laying on the floor. And it was like. The Hansel and Gretel trail of treats, except it was all stuff for me to clean up. <laughs> so they were not treats; they were tricks. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't putting them there for you to clean up. I was just going to get them later. Right. Right. You know. No, I. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. So. So I guess my topic tonight is anxiety and how the the two of us handle it. Yeah. We handle it very differently. That's true. That's so let's true. let's talk about this. All right. Sounds good. Let's roll into it. So, as we, as I currently lounge on my 
Andy pile. Yeah, it's literally like a pile of laundry that needs to be folded, and you yeah. can somehow sit there and relax. Oh, I'm, I'm comfortable. I, I think you're anxious about it. I'm super anxious Ooh, about it. Yikes. Yeah, we even uh, we even changed our format, everybody. We are currently sitting on the couch drinking wine instead of a formal recording room, and, and, and this is still not comfortable. So, sorry, baby. I'll work <laughs> on folding these while we're talking. How about that? Would that make you feel like I'm progressing? No, because it's just going to be like noisy and yeah, might to so, rustle the microphone. All right, so let's let's talk about this. Okay. How, I really, really want to understand how is it that you are able to, like, for example, go in the basement to work out, mm-hmm. but then there's Legos or toys or all over the floor or, like, blankets and pillows and, like, it just, like, it's a mess. Yeah. And somehow you're able to, like, just have tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. And not look at any of that mess and not let it bother you. You can, like, literally push the Legos to a corner. To the side. And then work out. How is it that I'm able to do that? Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't bother me as much as it does you. I know it bothers you so much. Like, then what what I would do is I would be like, all right, well, first I need to get these Legos out of the way. Well, I can't just push them from one side to the other because that's just work for me to do later. So I'm going to get the bucket that they go into. And then you'll get and the I'm bucket get and you'll be bucket. like, actually, this bucket isn't the right size for the drawers. Let me go to another drawer and find a different bucket. And then when you get to that drawer, you're like, oh, this drawer's messy. Let me organize yeah. this drawer. Oh, I need some more bins for the organization. Then you go to the store to get the bins. And then you're like at the yada, store and yada, you're like, what am I doing here? 7 p.m. And I right. didn't work out that day. <laughs> and you didn't work out. So I, I totally do appreciate how you're able to like... Have laser focus and not get distracted by yeah. those kinds of things. But I just do not understand how it doesn't give you anxiety. anxiety. How you're not upset by it. Um, I don't know. I don't, maybe it's maybe it's just how we grew up. I don't know. Did you have a very, very clean house when you were growing up? Yes. Okay. But I feel like you did too. Your I mom did. keeps such a nice home. She does keep a nice home, but um, I don't know. Maybe it's the, the, the particular nature. Was that, was that, I don't know. I, I, so, so let me tell you this. When we moved in with each other, like me getting used to the way you like things took a little bit of time, but over that time, I really liked it. I really liked living in a very organized, very clean home. Um, well, so I adopted a lot of your ways. Let's have an airing of grievances. I've okay. I've expressed that it frustrates me to have an Andy trail, yes. which has now turned into an Andy pile, which is slightly better, yeah. yet still annoying. 11 years later, it's a pile instead of a trail. Yeah. But okay, Winning. so so when you say that we, when we got married, you weren't used to mm-hmm. my expectations. Yes. Well, can you give me an example? Um, I, I think the first thing that comes to mind is when we were arguing over getting that couch in the basement. Do you remember that? Yeah. Pivot. Pivot. That was horrible. (laughs) You were like, there's a massively large couch for a tiny little bungalow basement and it would not fit. And You mean it wouldn't make the turn at the end of the stairs is what you're talking about. Yes. Not that it wouldn't fit the space. Yeah. Anyway, I guess that's sort of a hyperbolic example of I'm good with... um, I'll call it like uh, being a B student. Uh, just like, okay. I'm uh-huh. good with being 
a little above average. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes you're like, no, it's got to be like done really well. Yeah. And that that that's tough for me. It needs to look perfect. Yeah, I don't like. I I don't do perfect. I do good enough. Where does that come from? Good enough. Yeah. Like um, where does that that um, the strive for perfection the makes feeling... me exhausted. Yeah. And that just makes me want to give up even more. Do you think we're just hardwired? Uh, to be the way we are? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think we were raised a certain way. And we found... That's not hardwired. You just said literally the opposite of what I suggested. I said, are we hardwired that way? Oh, you said, I think okay. we were raised a certain way. Which well, one is okay. it? Okay, hardwired. Well, I don't know what hardwired means then. What hardwired does hardwired mean? means were we born that way? Um... Well, like like we've talked in the past, I think there's nature and nurture, right? I think that there's a, por- a portion of it that we are uh, raised with, and then there's a certain portion of how we are because that's who we are. We're born. That's how we so, are. So okay. So then, like for you to be like, I'm okay with being, you know, B student, yeah. average, whatever. What do you think that your upbringing? Like, I guess, how did your, how did your parents' parenting style feed into that? Like, you would come home with a, a B or a C and they'd be like, celebrate that or? They'd celebrate know. it. I don't remember ever getting uh, harassed or felt bad about if I didn't get like an A plus or an A or anything like that. Um, I felt like it was a pretty middle of the road, like, hey, great, good job. You know, mm-hmm. not... Um, party or paying for A's or whatever, you know, um, I think it was, I don't know, just, maybe because I was a fourth kid that it was just at that point, it's like, cool, you're alive. Great. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I got a lot of love. I don't, I don't want to make it sound like that, but I mean, by the time you have your fourth child, maybe, maybe you're, you're not, lenient, yeah. or maybe you're not like, uh, I guess hovering over them as much about the details of their lives. I think, I don't know. See, I don't think I was hovered over at all. And my parents like did not put pressure on me. Hmm. I didn't have pressure. It's just it's literally like baked yeah. into my psyche. Yeah. And I, and I don't want to make it sound like I don't like the way you are. I, I do. I really like oh, the way you are. God, I get frustrated because I want <laughs> to feel relief and happy and nothing's ever perfect. I mean, yeah. you know, and well, perfect and so, is perfect is tough. Perfect well, stuff. I mean, I guess even like, I don't know. I just lately, this is like so embarrassing, but like lately, even on my, my work calls, like my, my bed is not made behind me mm-hmm. and that's so not me, Yeah. but there's just so much going on right now Absolutely. that I can't get to it all. And mm-hmm. so certain things do have to fall by the wayside, but that doesn't mean it doesn't weigh on me every day. Sure. And I would love to get to a place where... It doesn't weigh on me. Yeah. Well, those those things I realize and I try to do, I try to carve out time in the day for those things that I know I feel like will make you happy. Like over the past year or so, like my 4 to 5 p.m. has been like, all right, getting the kids home, helping them with their homework, clean as many dishes as you can, and make the kitchen like zen. Um. I, I, I like that personally, cause I, I like a clean kitchen, but I know you really like a clean kitchen. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, maybe 30% for me, 70% for you. Um, cause I know when you come down you're like, Oh, this looks pretty nice. You know, there looks, this looks great. Um, 
I feel like I did a good husbandry. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also like selfish uh, with the words of affirmation. So when you say that you really like the kitchen, I'm like, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> Thank I you for my that. juice. So, I mean, I guess, do you have any, do you have any tips? (laughs) I'm asking you for advice right now. Oh, good. I'm opening. This is a episode rebound, everybody, from last time. (laughs) I've actually, I mean, I don't want to talk about last episode too much, but I thought it was really good. And um, I I feel like I've made improvements. So uh, we don't, we don't have to go back into that, but go ahead, go ahead and ask your, Um, ask your, ask your advice and let me revel in it. (laughs) (laughs) so um do you have any advice on how to uh, how to not let those things bother you know like i guess how do you go in the basement and not care what the surrounding is when you're working out oh um, how do you have that tunnel vision well i try to well for me like if it's like hey i want to work out I look around and yeah, there's lots of things that could be done, but I'm focusing on working out right now. I want to get that done because I know if I start to focus on other things, then that, you know, you know, little squirrel running outside is going to, going to distract me, whether that's cleaning, whether that's checking my social media, whether that's whatever, anything that might be a quick distraction. I try to just focus on the task at hand and, and get at it. Okay, now, do you think you would be able to do that <clears throat> if the task at hand was not cleaning the basement? The task at hand was something you're more passionate about, say, something for for your work uh-huh. that you needed to get done. Let's uh-huh. say you, you absolutely had to get, like, two articles and three videos done. Yes. But you also wanted to work out. Yes. But you 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 went to go work out, and then... Someone texted you and said, hey, where's that video? Yeah. Because I'm wondering if this is maybe not, maybe it's not that you're like, you have this magical power where you can like ignore the mess around you. Maybe it's just simply that you don't prioritize. Yeah, and I do. I (laughs) prioritize a clean house. Apparently even above having done my exercise. I think that's a really astute point. Also, I just think you, you, you sort of, um, you embody this organization mentality. You're really good at it. And organization, whether it's at the house or with like certain things that we're doing, you're good at. So I think you, you, I don't know, maybe you, maybe you like it too, a little bit. I like it, but it's like a, a labor of, I don't know. Uh, it's, it, it brings me, it's a, like a, what do you call it? Like it's, Beauty and the Beast. I don't know a, thor- a thorn. I don't know. I'm a thorn on your side. Like it's a double-edged sword. I guess. I like, don't know. Yeah. I love it, but it also <clears throat> makes me not sleep at night. Like so, mm. <laughs> you know, kind of stuff. The like bane that. of your existence. Is that what people say? I don't even know what that means. What is a bane? I don't know what a bane is. Eh, whatever. I know it was a bad guy in Batman movie. One time. Hey Google, what's a bane? Bane is used as a noun to mean a cause of great distress or annoyance, as in, the bane of the decorator is the long, narrow hall. Hmm, Do you want to hear a few synonyms for bane? No. No. 
So it's an annoyance. Yeah, I like that. That's a good word. We should use that more. Mm. Bane. The Bane pile. Maybe that's why he was called the Bane. Andy in pile. <laughs> yes. The Andy Bane. Yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, uh, anxiety. Yeah. Um, so also mm-hmm. about um all right, where was it going with it? Something about trying to deal with it. I might have to cut this part out. Okay. Hold on. Especially since you're <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Sexy. Sexy. <laughs> I'm leaving this one. Oh, oh, no, you can't. I'll just bleep all the other parts. It's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I don't remember where I was going to go with it. Um, well, we were talking about um, just thing, dealing with the anxiety and how you can get past it. Oh, some of it might be OCD. I don't know. I mean, I think OCD is like an actual, like. Yeah, it's like a real problem. It, It's an actual diagnostic. Diagnosed, yeah, problem. But like, I, I think I have the tip of it. Sure, yeah. you know, you care like, about detail. Like when when something like when the snowblower is broken, and oh, I, yeah. I I example. I fixate. I fixate. I yeah. can't concentrate on other things until I've exhausted all of the options that I feel comfortable yeah. doing. All right, like, everybody. Here's the example. So massive snowstorm as some of you might have experienced over the past 48 hours we had a snowblower that i bought on facebook marketplace uh, mostly because my wife wanted me to go get a snowblower because <laughs> uh-huh. i don't really mind massive i don't really life. mind doing the snow shoveling but yes there is usually one or two dumps per year that are like all right that's a little bit too much for us for a snow shovel and we would need a, a snowblower. So we bought the snowblower, um, brought it home. I tried out for like a decent sized snow snow dump. And can you stop using the word dump? <laughs> <laughs> can you just say snowfall? Snowfall. <laughs> a snow twinkle. <laughs> I don't know. Like... No twinkle? A twinkle. Tinkle? Twinkle. <laughs> dump. Can we, you know, you know. Uh, yeah, okay, so I'll say snowfall. Right. So anyway, um, snowfall uh, happened, and I go out there, and I'm, I'm not very mechanical, everybody. So I go out there. Yeah, I, Andy, Andy is like. It's not it's, true. It's like a joke in our house. Yeah. So <clears throat> I pull up this snowblower, and I put all the stuff into it, and then I start, I like do like a whole row, and I'm like, all right, this thing's working pretty good, nice. And then I get to the end of the driveway, and I must have hit or something and it just stopped and so i like mess around with it and i pull the rip cord. pull the rip cord a little too hard the rip cord completely breaks so now i'm like Ugh, forget it You're like it's broken it's broken <laughs> i put it in the garage it's done for <laughs> and i like put it in the garbage i just can. i put it in the garage and i'm like i'm done with it and so i just keep snow shoveling and then i tell nicole about it and of course instead of being like oh yeah that's a pos she goes and YouTubes how to fix the ripcord and 
take some time to figure it out. And of course, her being very handy, she figures it out and fix it, fixes the ripcord. Uh, we have another snowfall uh, recently, and uh, we, we run it again, and the thing breaks again, essentially. Uh, instead of putting it in the garage, Nicole spends, I don't know. What but it, it wasn't the ripcord this time. It wasn't it was ripcord. It was something else that has to do with the it carburetor. not starting. I don't even know what a carburetor is. I thought is. it was a gasket. Anyway, yeah. after YouTubing and taking things apart and getting gasoline, definitely dipped my hair in gasoline by accident, <laughs> which I don't recommend. Um, anyway, I, yes, it's, it's just, this is all a very but long, how long did you spend story to just to say, once I get fixated on something, I need to see it through. Did you spend an hour on it today the, or two hours or what? I don't know, maybe two hours. Yeah. So I would, if that happened to me, I would spend two minutes and she spent two hours. I don't think there's a right or wrong here. I think it's just describing who we are. Yeah. Um, I'm because a more often, person. but more often than not, you fix the thing. And I'm like, and my, my first reaction always is like, oh, just leave it, whatever. And then my second reaction after you fix it or do the thing, I'm like, wow, that's, that's pretty impressive. And I'm really glad I married you. And, uh, <laughs> can I just, yes, I'll take this time to just reiterate how much money I've actually spent oh, yeah. on repair. Oh, before we got married, I used to call so many repair people all the time. Plumbers, electricians, whatever. Handymen, you know, like people that were handier than me. And now I married all of them. Figure it out. I mean, there's been very few times where I've like given up and said, Mm. all right, we need to call someone. But um, we digress. We were talking about anxiety. (laughs) For as much as I think there are pros and cons of both, like I, for as much as I say, like, it annoys me that you have the ability to leave an Andy pile, mm-hmm. I certainly appreciate the fact that you're able to just, like, not care about it yeah. and then get your work done yeah. or work out for the day. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I do think you you tend to be a little bit more um, getting – you get a lot more things done on your list than I do. Yeah, well – Well, in the same sense, I really admire that you see things through. Even if it's a little tiny thing. What what are those things that you've been like fixing on the couch? It's like some $5 toy from Five Below. And like the blinking light stops working and she'll spend like an hour. But then the blinking light will work. And she'll be like, yes. I'll be like, hey, respect. You got the blinking light toy to work again. And I think that's cool. I just don't have the care to not just throw it in the garbage. Yeah. Or, and I care way too much. Well, then, then, where I'm like, then we're good for oh, each other. Why can't I just <laughs> throw this in the garbage? Because now this $5 toy has taken three hours of my time and a lot of frustration. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do we have any key takeaways out of this? Let's do it. Let's figure it out. We're good at uh, we're good at um, uh, going right away. And and while we're here, we just want to say hi, Carlos, and thank you for reaching out to us on Instagram. Wondering where more episodes are. We miss you. It's my fault. It's not your fault. It's um, it's a lot. You got a lot going on right now. Everybody, just just to let you know, we got we got some busy careers going on right now, and we got kids at home from snow days like. 
we're, we're going to do what we can. And uh, Fridays, like as I've as we've talked about for the past couple of months, are going to be on a every once in a while basis. So we appreciate your patience and thank you for hanging out with us as always. Uh, let's do a key takeaway. Do you want you want you want to start? Um, or do you want me to start? You started off. Okay. Uh, my key takeaway from this conversation. Key takeaway number one. The amount of anxiety you have when it comes to anything in life, I don't think there's a, a positive or negative to anxiety. I think it can drive you to getting things done. And I think that's a fantastic thing. Whether you have less or more, uh, I don't think there's a positive or negative there. Obviously, as we've described in this conversation, it can allow you to relax if there's chaos around you. Um, but on the opposite end, it can also allow you to get stuff done that is important to you. And uh, I think there's positives uh, to both sides. Mm-hmm. You might have summed it all up. Oh, we're going to just do one, one takeaway? takeaway. <laughs> one big mama jamba. I like it. Well, I can do another one if you'd like. Okay, go ahead. Number two, key takeaway number two is if you have conversations with your spouse about their anxiety level, about maybe things you do, maybe take it as a learning opportunity for you to improve. And <laughs> as I have over the past 12 Slightly. or almost 12 years, I've gone from a trail, everybody, to a pile. A pile. <laughs> So you too, if you listen can every once a in a pile. while, can be a pile. <laughs> oh, that was too good. I think we have to end there. I can't think I, of No, a third. I like thirds. I like threes. Oh, no. I'm just going to make one up. Um, and key takeaway number three is, uh, hey, this is, this is a key takeaway and a request, everybody. When's the last time you had this type of conversation with your spouse? When's the last time you guys sat down and just had a glass of wine and talked about nothing? We pretty much just talked about random nothing for 25 hours or 25 minutes. <laughs> I would love for you to do that with your spouse this week. Take some time, take 25 minutes to sit down, pour a glass of wine or non-alcoholic anything and just have a conversation because this is it man this is the important stuff and this is where you guys make those memories and connections so if we could be anything we could be an example to help you do that so that's my third i did all three this week good job thank you <laughs> all right Thanks for holding this team together i appreciate it cheers <sighs> my anxiety was just holding me back from being able to come up I with think, a... I think you were staring at the Andy pile the entire time. I That's what made you nervous. Was. And I'm going to be taking care of that pile right after this call. Call, it's not a call. Right after this conversation, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to be a part of these conversations, please contact us on social media at Andy Hill MKM. That's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can contact me and just, hey, hey, Andy, it wouldn't be cool if you guys talked about this or, hey, I have a question about that. Just contact us on social media. That could be a lot of fun. Or leave us a voicemail, marriagekidsandmoney.com slash voicemail. These are great ways to get a hold of us and to keep the conversation going. Nicole, thank you so much for being here and sitting on a couch with me and jibber jabber. Oh, this is so much more comfortable than being on camera and or being downstairs where it's cold. Yes, it's colder so in January down in February. I think this is our new spot. I like it. I like it. Cheers, baby. Everybody, have a have great a good weekend. weekend. <laughs> <laughs>